0: Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I'm your host, Tim Hayden, and I'm really excited to have one of my great friends, Dan Leanne, on our um, podcast today. So instead of me introducing Dan,
1: Dan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Dan Leanne, uh, born in Melbourne, Australia, uh, 43 years ago and uh, have moved to Anderson South Carolina uh, in the in the last couple of years and uh, I get to serve as one of the teaching pastors at a church called New Spring. that's where we met yeah uh, and one wife uh, two kids <laughs> uh, a little dog and uh, loving uh, making a not just a living but real a real life uh, here in South Carolina it's been an amazing last couple of years yeah oh, that's great hey we're really glad to have you with us so glad to, to, let be our, here.
0: to let our let our listeners get a picture of what you look like
1: okay so i know that you you sound
0: like you're from australia you are from australia asian
1: persuasion i always say that i was born in melbourne that's the reason my voice is this way but my mother and father are chinese that's the reason my face is this way (laughs) and uh and so i yeah am a chinese malaysian born in australia living in america (laughs) um and uh, and I love Greek food, so basically, I am the man, the man of the nations. <laughs> no, that's great, um, Dan. Uh,
0: we were very blessed that he had the opportunity to speak to our all-team meeting last fall, and he and I were sitting around the uh, conference table. So, and our listeners have heard before you're in studio today, so we don't have you. Yeah, you know, you're not on a Zoom call, so that's in our conference room, as they all know. But we were having a conversation about culture, and and Dan, um, he mentioned this to me, and I said, "Whoa." I need to write this down. So he told he told me the what I call the culture equation. He may call it something different, but he said clarity plus communication plus character multiplied by consistency equals culture. So I wrote that down. I still got yeah. that sticky uh-huh. note in my, in my in my on my computer today. So Dan, just start to unpack that. Um, how did you come up with that? Where did that come from? Because I think it's brilliant. We can really deep dive that today.
1: Yeah. Um over the last 20 or so years, um, I have primarily worked as a, a pastor and a preacher, um, but have had the opportunity uh, to speak into leadership environments um, uh, of, of various kinds. And so um, doing stuff with sporting teams, doing stuff with businesses, doing stuff with churches, uh, doing stuff with uh, non, not, not-for-profit organizations, um, it's been a real blessing to be able to um, speak into the life of um, these organizations and, and make observations, and was it was it was it was, um, it was very evident um, in in my first couple of years, um, you know, really consulting with these different um, organizations, that there was a common denominator uh, with every successful, profitable, um, productive environment that I was a part of, and it was positive culture. Uh, and you can and you can work it out really really quickly and I experienced that stepping into Sergeant Metal mm. you know for the first uh, in the first five minutes you can tell there's, there's a positive culture people are engaged people are happy people are uh, a joy filled um, there is uh, a sense of encouragement and camaraderie in the place uh, you can tell really really quickly when you step into an environment with a productive culture with a healthy culture as opposed to a uh, a resistant um, or a hard culture, um, uh, you can tell really, really quickly. So that caused me to ask this question: simply, um, is culture developed? Is it just um, a random result of um, you know happenstance and some factors that are outside of our control? Is it like basically hitting the jackpot or winning the lotto? Hey, you have great culture as mm-hmm. as, as as a business or an organization, or, or you don't. Um, or does culture? Um, have um, um, the, the invitation for um, you know human um, impact you know the idea of can we build culture can we develop culture can we grow a positive healthy life-giving culture and as I reflected on that and studied that um, um, I came to the conclusion that the answer is a resounding yes mm. um, that if you are deliberate you can develop a culture uh, that is not only profitable that's not only productive but is genuinely life-giving and mm-hmm. a joy to be around and uh, everyone knows this that a productive um, and profitable staff member or worker is a joy-filled and and a happy staff member or worker mm-hmm. and uh, and that's directly connected to culture and so trying to break that down um, uh, I studied. I did some grad study um, on um, basically uh, business organisational environments, um, and uh, I it's it's not it's not a science uh, as much as it is just a you know a, uh, a general um, observation that 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 businesses that have um, a great sense of clarity what they want to be what they're trying to build. Um, as well as that uh, communication the ability to actually articulate that not just insinuate it not just assume it but to actually communicate it Um, as well as character uh, the intestinal fortitude the guts uh, to actually live it out and to be that first and you multiply that by consistency No matter what it costs, no matter how many people tell you you're crazy, no matter how many opportunities you pass by and say no to, um, to to hold to what you believe you were called to build, uh, when you multiply that by consistency, you actually can build strong culture.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, um, I agree with you. I think culture, you know, can be developed, but I think it takes time. I know that when I was first starting my career here, um, I wasn't worried about culture. I didn't even think Mm. about culture. We thought about getting parts out the door and Mm. making ends meet. But I tell you, over time, to me, culture is the differentiator between us and possibly even our competitors Mm. in our in the metal fabrication world. Because you know, we and Dan, we are so protective personally on who we allow in. Because if you have one bad team member, it can really you know we've got to be willing to address and do the hard work. Because You know, they can ruin the culture that you worked so hard to implement. I think you've always got to be, we can't be complacent with the culture we have.
1: Yeah, and that's not rocket science. I think everyone who's listening to this podcast right now knows exactly what that's like. Mm -hmm. When you find yourself, you might be in a business right now, or you might have been in a business in the past, and you lament that you're not in that business anymore— Uh, and you've experienced what it's like to be a part of a good culture Mm -hmm. where people around you there's just a level of authenticity and there's a level of um you know genuine brotherhood and sisterhood there's a um, there's just like a spirit of encouragement and mm-hmm. celebration in the air, as opposed to other times where you walk around and you just you really don't know what someone is thinking, or you're not you're not sure what people are saying about you when you're not in the room, or um, yeah, or there's that sense of you know there's some negativity in the air, and mm-hmm. and and you got that gut feeling if people are saying this kind of stuff to your face, what are they saying behind your back, and yeah. and 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 then that impacts the way you work. It impacts. You know, the way you spend your minutes and the way you spend your hours, it impacts how uh, far above and beyond you're gonna go. You know, who wants to go above and beyond for um, a company which has bad culture, where you feel like, hey, they're not giving me anything. I'm just getting life sapped and sucked out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think we all know what it's like to be a part of an environment with good culture and bad culture. Here's the only question. How do we burn our calories flex our leadership muscles to ensure that we're always walking towards better and better bolder and bolder uh, more life giving culture mm-hmm. that's the question
0: yeah. and for some of our listeners that are leaning in they may not have the ideal culture mm-hmm. that, they, that they want but they know where they want to go but they may, they may have a hard time thinking how am I going to get there what's your what's your comment if someone
1: will make that comment and that's the reason um, the the formula slash equation slash you know musings of a you know Chinese Australian guy (laughs) that's where it came about yeah because I get asked that question all the time Mm -hmm. Um, because more often than not people do find themselves going man um, I've been a part of an organization with great culture with a great environment with a great ethos um, but but I'm not experiencing that anymore. How do I bring that to where I am? Or um, other organizations who say, you know, we had it like a couple of years ago, but some things have happened recently in the last year or two, which has affected it. And we just want to regain it. That's the reason we we talk about um, first and foremost clarity. Mm -hmm. You know, write it down. The Bible says, when you have a vision, write Mm. it down. Just make it clear in your head and your heart um, what you want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. What what kind of values do you want to see? You know, live inside of the people who work around you. Uh, when your competitors are talking about you, what do you want them to to notice about you? When a prospective client is stepping into your, um, you know, into your waiting room, what do you what do you want them to feel? Mm-hmm. The first time they meet one of your sales reps or one of your managers, like what do you want them to to kind of sense right away? Clarity, mm. um, and um, and clarity is 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 really. Um, you know, for so many businesses for many business owners they just don't take enough time to really make it clear in their head and their heart Mm -hmm. what they're trying to build Uh, but then it has to flow into communication um you know that strong silent type leader that 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 day and age is gone A, a leader needs to be able to connect um and not just with millennials i think i think i think everybody wants to feel like um they are being heard. Mm-hmm. I think everybody wants to feel like they really understand um, where their leader is heading and why they're heading in that direction. And so clarity has to flow into communication and it has to be in communication in you know your monthly, staff meetings Mm -hmm. and your celebration times i've come and done one of those before it's so cool we you know have giveaways and celebration but it has to also happen in in um you know in our smaller team meetings it has Mm -hmm. to happen when we're you know standing by the drink fountain it has to happen you know when we're you know walking down the hallway it has to be communicated again and again and again john maxwell um was it highballs one of the two um talks about how if if vision isn't communicated to the point where it's nauseating, where it feels like, oh my goodness, I'm sick of hearing about this, it's not being communicated Mm. enough, okay? Because vision and our picture of what we're trying to build, it leaks. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be always talking about it, so communication. Yeah. Then it has to be, you know, obviously undergirded by character, um, a boss asking for something that they aren't living themselves. It's just a hypocrite. And no one's going to follow a hypocrite. And it's all multiplied by consistency. Every single day that you make difficult decisions to live out what you speak regarding what you're trying to build, mm-hmm. you build stronger and stronger culture.
0: Yeah, uh, that is so true. And I'll tell you, Dan, as, the, as I'm blessed that uh, Jesus is the present CEO of our business, but I get to be our senior leader. Yeah. And in doing that, people watch my every move. I know that and people are going to follow you know what what I do so it's important to me that you know and I don't know what type of personality uh, people may have our listeners may have but you know but naturally I'm a on the disc I'm a DI and you know and I love people and it's important to me that I may have an idea or a thought that I want to tell everyone about it but if it's if it's going to put some if it's going to put some fuzziness in regards to the culture or what we're doing communication, I won't say it, but I've learned, you got to, and we've talked about this on our podcast, you have to know yourself to lead yourself. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, you know, as the, as the senior leader, people watch our every move. We've got to make sure that we are willing, you know, to address whatever things, whatever blind spots we may have. If we have a, and I know in our business, we talked about this on our podcast, uh, just a couple of episodes ago is being vulnerable with our leadership team, having people around you. So if you're a senior leader, and if you've got ten people in your organization, if you're a one man or a one woman show, you've got to have community around you. And to me, to be able to speak into you. But to me, to to me, you can tie that in with culture that you're dealing with
1: today. Does that make sense? That, that makes incredible sense. Mm-hmm. It has to start um, um, with the with the uh, the person or the people uh, who are casting vision. Um, and it's not just for business, this is for the home as well. Um, I, I I, help businesses and churches and organizations all around the world think about um, growing, life-giving cultures, mm. okay? Um, um, but I was so convicted that I do it for so many people, um, I maybe haven't been as deliberate in the last couple of years doing it for my family, which is the most important culture that I need yes. to build. And so as a family we had to get clear and so we have a vision statement as a family and these are going to be values that are always going to mark our family and there's going to be reliance on God and there's always going to be joy and there's going to be laughter and there's always going to be forgiveness and there was always going to be authenticity. We're always going to be people who offered forgiveness in our family, but also ask for forgiveness. Mm. So like, we put this up on the board and we're saying, hey, this is what we're gonna be as a a family. Um, But then it, because that's what I want, I want my children, I want my children when when they mess up, not to hide, not to run, not to feel Mm -hmm. guilty. I want my children to feel like when they mess up, instead of I need to hide from dad, I need to find dad. That's And and that's that's what I, but it kept hitting me like, why do they keep running, why do they keep running? You know why? Because I don't lead that, I I don't lead Mm. uh, by example. if if I want them to be people who are always kind of hey being the first person to put their hand up and say hey you know I own that mistake I need to be that person mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, the moment I started making decisions as the father of the family say hey son, that was just rude I shouldn't have said that to you, hey sweet hey sweetheart, um, that I was that 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 was short of me, and and I lost my temper there would mm-hmm. you forgive me, mm-hmm. as soon as I started leading, as As someone who offered forgiveness but also asked for forgiveness guess what happened to my kids all of a sudden they could not wait to to follow that example Mm. as well and that's the reason that character piece is a very easily overlooked one that really um, if unless you as a business leader are going to commit yourself to having that clear vision of of being a part of a life-giving business um, and kind of all the steps required to get there. If you aren't committing to lead by example, you may as well not start the journey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may as well just run the play that a lot of people run. Mm-hmm. Just have a really bad culture, try your absolute best, burn the midnight oil, and let basically just burn through your employees mm-hmm. and hope that you end up at the end of the year with more money that you've made than you've lost. Mm-hmm. That's basically what a lot, that's the play you can run. If you're, if you're not gonna make that choice to say, you know what, no for my life, for my family, for my friends who work in this organization, um, I'm gonna go first. Hmm. And um, and that's really encouraging because that gives every single person, whether you own a steel company right now, whether you're making power tools right now, whether you're running a college football program right now, whether you're in a high school program right now, we all get a decision, start, we all have an opportunity right now to make a decision just just, just as the leader. Yeah. To start building positive, life-giving culture. Ah, that, that's great. And I, I'll tell you, um, Dan,
0: my big takeaway right there—you spoke truth into me. I work really, really hard on business, but man, my family a lot, in the past has not taken the priority that it needs to. And I, you know, and I work on that every day. And we have a 16-year-old son that yep. we love and we don't yep. like a whole lot right yep. now because he's one of those I love great teenagers. Yep. <laughs> you know? But I think that, uh, but but showing up, even when we don't want to working on the hard things even we don't want to i think that to me i think that's a, and, and we did do that first and foremost with our families before we do it with our businesses because that's something that's going to carry on forever you know is is the impact that we make with our children so i work real hard on that hey I, i'm raising my hand i always didn't do that because I, th- I felt like you know what i've got to be at work i've got to be doing this to provide for my family but the, but i can't make up that time if i'm if i'm you know, if I'm working a late night one night, and I may do that every now and then, but I need to be home with my family, loving them, caring for them, you know, asking forgiveness when I do something I shouldn't do, but also offering forgiveness. I, I repeated what you said, but I think that is so vitally important in today's society, you know, for, for leaders. So it needs to be, to me, it needs to be um, 60 40,
1: 60 on the family side, 40 on the business side. So that makes yeah. sense? Uh, and, um, and this is not just because I'm a pastor and I believe in the family and marriages and children. I, I, I honestly believe that um, the best leaders are the best, um, um, are the best holistic people. Mm. I, think there was, I think there was a day, I think there was a time where, where you could be one thing um, in your household and another thing in the boardroom. I think there was. I think there was a day where people just. But for some reason, there's been a shift in society now, and and people today. And again, it's not just millennials. Don't get caught up in that. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I just think there are people in society today, and this is like that. Hey, you know what? Um, I don't want to just follow a guy who's good at making money or running a business. I want to follow a guy or a girl, who, who shares my values and I could tr- I can trust with a really big portion of my life mm-hmm. uh, I want to follow someone who has integrity and um, and and I hear it time and time again um, uh, this key staff members uh, key um, you know managers within organizations say hey you know what the reason I'm still here after all of these years is because I trust so-and- so and so hmm um, and I know what they're like you know, as a husband, and I know what they're like as a father or a mm-hmm. mother, and I trust them. Yeah. And, um, and again, this is all really good news because um, it's so applicable. There, is, there, there are so many things that we can do starting basically from right now, individually, in our own lives, um, uh, you know, regarding clarity, regarding communication, regarding the people that we are, and then down the track we get to have the opportunity of being consistent with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, yep. it takes years yep. to do that. So Dan to, to lean in, if some of our listeners today have not even thought about this, where do they start?
1: I mean where do they start from your from your lean, from your perspective? Okay. Um, I think we, we start with start with clarity. Mm-hmm. I think we can sit down this afternoon. And, and write wow. down on a piece of paper or jot down on your phone um, the kind of business that I wanna build, the kind of organization I wanna run, mm-hmm. the kind of team I wanna lead. Mm. What are the values? Mm-hmm. What do you wanna become world famous for? Um, and, and, and what you'll find is if you really think about that, um, you'll be saying a lot less about um, money that you make or, or margins that you can uh, um, um, basically achieve, and it'll be much more about, um, um, you know, value-based concepts. Um, you know, I want to be a place where, um, you know, we work our heart out. Uh, but we also learn how to laugh together. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to. I want to be a part of a, uh, an organization um, that um, leads the field. You know, um, in A, B, or C, mm-hmm. but at the same time leads the field in. Um, you know, just satisfaction and joy of you know its employees. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think we can start by writing it down, being clear. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all. Um, you can start planning to communicate this, and it's not just like, you know. I've seen this sometimes. Um, I'm gonna get some culture. So you write down this sheet, and then you, all right, everyone, staff meeting tomorrow morning. We're changing it from Friday. It's Thursday morning now. <laughs> hey, Kate, guys, I was listening to this Chinese guy the other day. You're gonna get it now. And here we go. This is this is our vision. And then blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You say it, but that's it. And then the week after, you hear another podcast, and then why is it, guys? I've got another idea right now. No. <laughs> L- work out how, how we're going to communicate this just over an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to ask questions What three things must I do to make sure that my life lines up with what I put what I've put down on this piece of paper? Mm. Okay Ultimately, you will lead what you bleed mm. so who you are you can say whatever yep. but basically who you are will really mark you as a leader and infuse your environment and, um, and then you get opportunities in the weeks and the months and the years ahead to be consistent um, mm-hmm. with what you're trying to build yeah but it begins with uh, you and your team just writing down what do we want to build yeah what do we want and that's that's adventurous yes that's exciting absolutely that's empowering that's yeah. just you know um uh, what a great exercise but then if you can back that up with okay now how are we going to communicate this over the next month or the next three months. Hey, and what about us has to change? What do we have to hold each other accountable to mm-hmm. so that we're actually living this stuff out? You know, like yeah, this is really, really cool stuff. No, it's great,
0: but I think that in, but it takes time. So for our listeners, hey, just start, write it down. Even if you're an individual or if you're part of a team, get your leadership yep. team together. I've got then, one
1: wife and two kids Yeah, and we've written it down. <laughs> That's great. And our culture is bad, better. 18 months after we wrote it down. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, hey,
0: as we close our podcast today, Dan, is there one piece of advice you'd like? I think you just gave it, but is there one piece of advice you'd like to give our listeners today? Um, Regarding? Well, regarding what we talked about today or anything in general, but, you know, what we talked about today.
1: Uh, I I just... um, um, I... I remember when I first moved into the uh, the neighborhood in Australia that I that I moved from okay so the last house that I had in Australia we moved into this beautiful neighborhood and we um, built our house uh, next to an established house uh, established house owned by a a beautiful older Greek couple and um, they had this gorgeous vegetable patch in their backyard and while we were building our house we you know, found ourselves numerous times looking into their backyard and seeing this beautiful vegetable patch and growing peppers and zucchini. Uh, um, you call them squash, zucchini, all that kind. Mm-hmm. All these beautiful vegetables. Say, so as soon as we have our house finished, we're going to do it. Sure enough, we finished the house. We plant a vegetable patch. One year later, nothing's really growing, and uh, and I and I sat there just kind of. You know i'd sit there on my balcony going why is he growing like this these incredible like kind of award-winning vegetables and i'm here like kind of these sad little carrots and like what's going on and one time actually you know stuck my head over the fence and just asked him is there a, like a secret strain of vegetable that you're planting special kinds of seeds is there a potion or a prayer is there something we need to do and then he said no 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 before we planted everything we brought in all these basically cubic tons of, of this rich soil and dirt and we dropped it in the backyard and that's basically what we're growing our vegetables in you're growing it in clay mm. and, and it hit me that there are many people um, who are trying to grow something beautiful uh, but they've never taken much time to consider uh, the dirt that they're growing it in mm. and if you would take the time and get your fingers a little dirty and if you would do the work in creating an environment where beautiful things can grow, you're gonna find joy, your workers will find joy, you'll make more money, Mm -hmm. you'll become more productive, but most of all, um, you're gonna be a part of something you're really proud of.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's really, really great. And a great way to close out our podcast today. So, hey, so we want to thank our listeners for taking time to listen. Dan, thank you for being our special guest. Not a problem. You, and you being a great friend of mine, I thank you for that. So, uh, I love you, brother. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you on the lake. I love you, and I'll see you on the lake as well. So, hey, so our listeners, everyone, take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. There specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.